We live, baby. What up, what up, what up? Welcome what back up? to the Bar Live Barcast, the podcast that probably won't last. It's your boy, Shy Live, a.k.a. Shy the God, a.k.a. Got My Sailor Shirt On, a.k.a. Can't Be Blowing <laughs> In The Wind, a.k.a. I Don't Know How To Act, and I'm going to go behind my back. And I'm going to just scoop that thing virtually. What up, y'all? It's your girl, Raven, a.k.a. Ray Roxetti, a.k.a. Half Woman, Half Amazing, a.k.a. Reporting Live From The Kitchen. Got chickens in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love the power of technology, you know. Wasn't able to be in the bar actually with my comrade, but was still able to bring a podcast to you all. So we here yeah. and we we still live. We still live. Yeah. We are yeah. still live. But, but uh we told y'all last week it's Lent at the bar. Um as you can it's see, I'm in the lounge, it's cold and wet outside. Um and with Lent at the bar, we are not drinking alcohol <laughs> at all. Except for I tried to finagle. I tried to finagle some uh, some white liquor for us bar, but wait, wait. How did your how did your Sunday uh, shenanigans turn out? Uh, Sunday Sunday was good. So did you did you partake on Sunday? Soon as twelve o'clock, <laughs> it took me three quick ones. But I'm not gonna lie, that was a good thing though because I took three good ones and felt good. I kind of mellowed out and I had me a drink. And okay, and I mean, I was, shout out to DJ Fame. It was his birthday, so we were celebrating DJ Fame birthday. I don't plan on doing it every Sunday uh, during Lent, but it was a DJ. So, if you got a drink, cool. We don't got no drinks, but hey, I'm on hookah. Say boys <laughs> up a thousand. <laughs> you looking real Dominican over there? You got your little hey, 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 plaid. <laughs> <laughs> me no black, me Dominican. <laughs> me no black, me Dominican. Got over there. Look like uh, you got a little drink. You know, I got my my ginger beer. Uh. They don't pay us, so it's blocking it out. <laughs> but I got my ginger beer. Hey, that's major facts. They don't pay us. They don't pay us, so shout out to the filter. <laughs> yeah, because they don't pay us. So, hey, look at it. I didn't even know that could do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't I even could make, know. I could make back here look like whatever. <laughs> but I mean, like the whole the whole ginger beer, blur, you blurred out the bed. How you did that? You put it off to the side. There you go. Uh oh. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> if you if you want if you want to be promoted on this show, you hey, listen, come on, hey, sponsorships, people, sponsorships. They don't sponsor us yet, shall we say? Yeah. Hey, there we go. But you we ready? can't go any further without going into our blackout. Blackout. This week for my blackout, I want to shout out all. Black women in this uh, Women's History Month. Uh, black women always make history. 365, 
since all 33 years of my life plus. <laughs> so shout out to all you black women out there. Absolutely. Yes. Yesterday was International Women's Day. March is Women History Month. Uh, so definitely shout out to the women, particularly women of color and particularly black women. Um, and with that, I want to shout out a black entrepreneur, my friend, Dr. Jessica Norton. She has ventured out and decided to open a, a brunch lounge spot. And so coming soon to Somerville, South Carolina, Daydreams Brunch Lounge will be opening. Soft opening will happen during the Flower Town Festival, April 1st through the 3rd. Uh, it's in the town of Somerville. Um, don't quite have an address for you right now, but I can put that in the link later. But yeah, so shout out to Dr. Jessica Norton and her new business venture. We love you, girl. We see you and we will be there to support. Yep, definitely pulling up the support. Uh, man, hey, this Lent thing. I'm not gonna bite, I'm gonna <laughs> I know. <laughs> but what, what we got? What we got? What we got? What we got? And if you if you drinking, take a shot for that. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, we gotta take a shot. Puff, puff your hookah. I'm gonna black out my ginger beer. And also, if y'all hear this dog in the background, we are gonna take a shot. He, the dog is the train of the night. Uh, <laughs> and I know a few good dogs, so. Yes, sir. But oh my gosh! So coming off the heels of Black History Month, the Ryan Coogler, he was minding his black business going into Bank of America, trying to get his money out. And they thought he was trying to rob them. Called the police on his man. The Fed swooped down on him, had him in handcuffs and everything. It was a whole scene. Have you heard about this? For the people, for the people that kind of a little slow like me, who was Ryan Gagler? <laughs> First of all, Ryan Coogler, he directed oh. Black Panther. He directed Fruitvale Station. Oh, he's really <laughs> the director, my man. Ryan Coogler. Yes, in Atlanta, over uh, it, this happened in January though. He was he had on sunglasses, a mask, and a beanie because it's winter, uh, and it's COVID. <laughs> I guess it was a bright summer day. He went into Bank of America. He handed the teller a note stating. I would like to withdraw $12,000 from this account. Please do it discreetly because I don't want everyone to know. This is what it said on the paper that he handed the teller. The teller took that as a threat, thinking he was going to rob them. Press the security button. Police came. Feds came. Feds did a sweep. Feds did a sweep. <laughs> and have my man down bad. See, so I had heard the story, right? So I knew it was going okay. on. But what I didn't know was my man's went in there with shades, a beanie, and a, a big coat or something. I'm not going to lie to you. He had a I'm mask on COVID. He I had sunglasses on because he is a celebrity of sorts. And he had a beanie on because it's January in Atlanta. And he was black. And, and he was black. And, but guess what? I would go. I would probably. I would call the people on him too. Oh, he coming to my line. Oh Lord, this man. What is he doing? What's the proper procedure when you got a gun to you? Yeah, there you go. There you go. 
But if, if I hand you, so in, in the grand scheme, it does sound sketch, right? But if I hand you a piece of paper and I give you my ID, so now, I mean, what, what Robert gives your ID? But the teller didn't do anything wrong, though. No, I guess the teller did their job. The teller did their yeah. job. But it wouldn't have been like Frankie story. or he. Wouldn't have been like Frankie. They did their job. It just, I feel like it's unfortunate. But if it really was a robber, right, people would be calling her a hero now or him or whoever, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's profiling. But you handed over a note at the bank. Ain't too many people doing that. Super Cali. You know, he's from Oakland. So he talked like, yo, it's in the core. Break yourself, boo. So can you imagine? Hey, cuz, I need 12 G's out my account right now, boo. Yeah. No, after I saw saw what was said on there, I would have been like, okay, false alarm, people. Um, So I don't know how quick they reacted. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They they may have been uptight by the appearance, but because if you if you have his ID, then you're able to go in the account. At so he he requested it from a a particular account. That's the thing. Like so, there's certain parts where it is sketch, but then in certain parts where does a robber typically do that? He was like, I want twelve thousand dollars from this account. Here's my ID. Please do it discreetly. Like he wanted cash too, so he was like, don't count it out right here, because you know. Count it out. Now I got to walk outside. Yeah, people seen that. People thought that I just took a bag out the bank. So, I mean, you pull up the name, you see there's clearly enough to cover that 12 plus whatever. I don't know. They are. I mean, but she probably pressed the R. He. I keep saying she. I keep thinking about Frankie. But (laughs) the button button probably was pressed. As soon as as I see that person handing a note over, I'm probably going to press the button. Yeah. So it, it. it's a few things that I would have to know, but I'm—I mean, come on! I mean, he probably wasn't thinking like that. Like, Shay, he probably go to the bank all the time, ask for twelve thousand, and hand a note over, and people don't press mm-hmm. the button. <laughs> I mean, they detained the uh, the two people that were in the SUV waiting for him too. They had them oh, all. Oh yeah, it looked like mm-hmm. a getaway car. Yeah, it kind of do. It's it's starting to like I can see both sides on this one. Definitely mm-hmm. can. This wasn't just them saying, "Oh, <laughs> this is a black man." Well, I do believe that had something to do with it, but bro, you kind of dressed it up. I he think unintentionally like that. that. Bank of America addressed the issue to the utmost of his liking. Um, so they probably gave him a free twelve. <laughs> like, sorry about that, brother. Yeah, we'll he's all on to that. <laughs> Don't tell nobody. Keep your tell twelve. Me good. Take our 12. Somehow TMZ found out. <laughs> and once TMZ find out, it gets bad. But you know what? No, I don't believe nothing until TMZ tell me. Because you know they had the Queen dead oh, yeah. a few weeks ago. Like, Ooh. they had killed Queen. TMZ was the one? No, that was somebody else. No, TMZ didn't, but that's why I didn't believe it. Everybody else had killed the Queen, but TMZ didn't kill the Queen. Raven, so I, I think like, we had killed Queen, too. I think we said it. <laughs> no, but we now in the in the in the caption though, it did say that sources from I think it was Neighbor Talk. No, it was Hollywood Unlocked. Hollywood Unlocked, and they put out a whole synopsis on like why they really believed that the Queen was dead. First of all, I'm not going to wood because the Queen is 98. 
<laughs> and she is still holding on. Um, her head trying to fall off, though. You seen that picture? No. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, producers, we got to find the picture. <laughs> no, the point her head. She still got a full head of hair. I don't know, but yeah, Hollywood unlocked Jason Lee. He he had several sources because the queen had COVID that she wasn't going to make it, and then she passed and he put it out. And a couple of other blog sites followed him up and said that the queen was had transitioned with TMZ. Nor did CNN say anything about that. So it's kind of rough there for a minute. But the queen is back up in action. And uh, like she and she attended some Zoom meetings. Like Parliament is still in full effect. What? But she did. She need to go. She need to go rest. All of England depends on her. Take the long rest. Listen, she she did give uh, Camilla her blessings on being the queen once she is gone. Who was that? The only queen. her son, Prince uh what was that? What's her son's name? I can't think. Harry? No, that's that's Prince William. It's William and Harry, right? Yeah, William and Harry. But they daddy. What's their daddy name? That was married to Diana. Prince Oh, I forgot his name. Philip no, Philip was his daddy. Hell. I'm mad. Listen, I have trouble remembering all the dang old presidents. <laughs> anyway, because we don't like him. <laughs> we don't like him, but of course, his dad is gone. The queen is holding on. But when she goes, he is the natural king of England. And his wife, Camilla, who he cheated on, well, who he cheated Diana on with. Oh, yeah, the whole time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The queen yeah, gave Camilla permission to go ahead and like be the queen and waiting when she passes away. And I'm like, if it ain't Diana, we don't acknowledge it. Yeah, well, I mean, we ain't gonna get Diana. I know. May she rest. May she rest. <laughs> dang, that's a sad story. I done dropped the dang on coal on the hookah. Excuse me, people. Over here trying to be a city girl. City boys <laughs> Jesus. City boys yeah. down one hundred. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. I mean, <laughs> the, queen, the queen, the queen over here, <laughs> her spirit already. <laughs> here, I was talking about her trying to burn down the dang old bar live lounge. Jesus, my Jesus. Oh. Damn. Okay. What do you think about this trade, Russell Wilson to the Broncos? Like. First of all, I thought he was going to retire from Seattle. Well, Russell Wilson really ain't like to me. That's a good. That's a good trade, but I just don't think he's going to do what people think he's going to do. He's still going to be Russell Wilson, but I mean, shoot, he ain't going to beat the Raven. I mean, the Raiders and uh, shoot the Chargers. This guy Herbert, so it's not like he—he's—he just put himself in a league with a whole lot of great quarterbacks, good quarterbacks at least that could possibly be. But Russell isn't elite. Doesn't he have like two or three wins? 
he is elite, but he is he is actually he just put himself around a lot more elite quarterbacks <laughs> in that conference. Well, that then he was before. Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, the trade was apparently monumental and blockbuster. Um, I mean, it's Russell Wilson. I'm not taking that away from were also in talks of getting him. Bam, if we would have got Russell, it would have been over for the city. <laughs> it was between Denver and us. I don't know. I don't think we have the resources to, like, have it's a Russell. They flammed on. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think you deserve a Russell. <laughs> we had Cam and shipped him away, and then exactly. went back and tried to snag him. Trading McCaffrey now, like he's he's our only hope. <laughs> well, at this point, I'm not gonna lie to you. It might be. It. Might, I mean, because they're gonna run him in the ground. He's yeah. he's literally use him as much, but they were using him a crazy amount. All of them bangs going <laughs> It's degenerative. But yeah. Also, Antonio Brown and Kanye are trying to buy the Broncos. Imagine that. Antonio Brown and Kanye. Are like serious, are serious contenders in person Broncos. Kanye's a billionaire. It's like them and Byron Allen, who is also a black billionaire. You've heard of Byron Allen, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with. I mean, this might sound racist, but in the bar line, anybody black? I'm not saying anybody black. If a black person gets any team, that's my new team. Whether they win, I'm gonna still, still be a Raider, and I can't necessarily root for them because they're in the same division <laughs> as us. <laughs> but <laughs> more power to them. Support on the low. <laughs> more power to them. But like, I just really like Russell and Sierra, and they've built a life in Seattle. So like, now you have to start all over in Denver. They just bought that soccer team. They built a school, like. In cases like that, do you leave or does Russell just go and play and then come back home to Seattle or do you uproot the entire family? You leave. You leave. Because because at that point, now I don't know about the whole family, but is how old is the kids? Futures, baby, well, baby future. Futures, at least seven or eight. The, and the little girl is like four. So they're school-age kids. It might be tough on it might be tough on like little future or whatever, but um, just because you don't really want to, uh, you don't want, you don't want to go. You don't want to keep moving a kid and they keep having to make friends and stuff. Right. But he's still at an age where like, if he's seven or eight, he's like around what? Second, third grade. Something third like that. Grade. So, I mean, your elementary friends ugh, depend. I mean, you know, that used to be something to us, uh, but we won't, you know, our parents weren't in his We're parents, around right. like that. You know, right. so his friends might still be able to travel to Denver. <laughs> his, parents <laughs> might, his parents might need to go and pick up medicine every so often, the kids. So. 
First of all, I'm still never going to forgive Sierra for naming that kid Future. Like, <laughs> little I think Future. good for her, so now you stuck with Future. That's another story. We will leave that right there. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Hey, hey, so, so shout out, shout out to uh, Lil Back Main Sloan watching live. He's commenting and, and uh, he's been in here going crazy. He, oh. he believes he believes that the uh, the uh, he calls us the Las Vegas convicts. <laughs> <laughs> he believes that the Las Vegas convicts. Um, he says they are definitely gonna beat us. That's what he says. If y'all don't remember, Jermaine Sloan is the same one that was on the episode that said that Django was a Christmas movie. Django was a Christmas movie. (laughs) So shout out to to Django and (laughs) me. I was still holding my hands down. Shout out to you, Slow. You already know what it is. Django, they was in the snow-capped mountain, and so it could be interpreted as a Christmas movie. Yeah, okay. But I mean, Brokeback Mountain is a Django on a Christmas movie, too. They was in some mountains, too, won't they? (laughs) <laughs> Sick. <laughs> oh Lord, America! I'm sorry, America! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, America! I'm sorry. <laughs> Problematic, yes, right here. It never fails. We get there every week. Anyway, keeping it sports. Deion Sanders toes. What? What's wrong with Deion toes? Don't <laughs> you, you, you better not talk bad about nobody toes on the show. <laughs> First of all, I know you got that little LeBron toe that do this. <laughs> so they don't his toes don't look good. No, he had to get too amputated. That's why he's yes, that's been all the buzz. So you know, he had surgery during the season. Yeah. Um was to fix a problem that happened years ago. He had complications with that surgery, which was why it was prolonging his healing time and his walking time. Um to the point where he had to get two toes amputated on his left foot, his big toe and the toe right next to it. That's how it And it, it was so bad that he got blood clots, so they had to take it out. They were actually scared he was going to lose the whole leg, but they were able to save the leg and the foot, but they had to take the toes. Well, so that's why his healing process has been like slow and he's still like, he keeps that one foot out of a shoe and you know he has that like he his toes are gone. It's still a blessing though. Yeah, like they're still in it. Just cut the foot. Oh, dang, I didn't know all that, man. Prayers up for Dion and his situation. Oh, how how has he healed? No, you know, he's still but the new episode of his uh Barstool Sports show actually shows the missing toes. So <laughs> if you want a gory moment, you can go and check that out. I happened well, to hit the link, and I was like, oh. well, I'm going to tell you this. I never going to show y'all my tools. I ain't going to do y'all like that. Take my little hand. It's so good. Raven, I think you being problematic. <laughs> and that one toe that crossed over the other toe, like LeBron, yeah, that's the yeah. black toe. <laughs> I can't talk about nobody's toes, so I am about to join in this. I try, I try to get my toes together. <laughs> Y'all, they need a, they need a drill machine like Wanda at Shenanigans shop. <laughs> hey, I might go to a shop for real and get this thing. Hey, 
Hey, Lang Lang, what you can do for me? Yeah, Shock I value. Lang Lang to look at this. But then some people <laughs> told me I might need to go to a doctor. So <laughs> that's why I'm like, damn. When somebody told me that about my foot, I knew I was bad. No, no boy. Yeah. Man, yeah, and enough about my toes. What's next? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Your girl, Brittany Grinder, arrested in Russia for having hash and a vape. She's been here three weeks. I don't know. We need to call. I don't know who we need to call, what we need to do to save her, but she down bad over there. She in the middle of the war. They also don't know whether she's a woman or a man. If they need to put her in the war. <laughs> Stop. But it's real in the field. We gotta pray for Brittany. <laughs> oh, like, goddamn hookah. <laughs> I'm having technical difficulties over here. Let me take a break. <laughs> Lord, hey, listen, we're even talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, this is our first week attempting distance with the podcast. All is well, except. My co-host decided to be a city boy tonight and create a hookah, and now it's basically destroying his lounge. Mm. Uh, and we're back. <laughs> and he has the hookah. It's still blowing. We good. We good. But we now, nah, Ricky Griner, he need to he need to really figure this out because um, he's a uh, wait. She man. I thought she wanted to be a guy. Okay, well, she makes a million dollars. They think she makes a million dollars. Okay, in Russia, but in America, in the WBA, she only make like three hundred something thousand. Yeah, so, which is too crazy to me. That cap, like the LeBron and them make two fifty, two hundred fifty mil or something crazy, <laughs> and the women don't even hit a million yet. Raven. I'm not trying to be sexist. How many women you see dunking? She's one of them. She at least need a million. How often you see her dunk? They don't be wanting them to do that. Because she needs a lot of space to dunk. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy women basketball because I think it's better basketball than men basketball. Men they play fundamental. Like traveling, carrying, all that stuff. So I'm, I, I can appreciate the game. Of basketball, and I don't like to see it disrespected. So I, I appreciate girls basketball. It's discipline. They, you know, they, they know the assignment. But all honesty, people go to the games for the dunks. They go to see the things that they can't do. A lot of people out here, they can go to the three point line and make three pointers or make shots or whatever the case may be. That's why everybody's fell in love with Steph Curry and the three ball because it's like, well. He's a little guy and can do that. So if I can learn to just shoot the ball, I could be an NBA player. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, they kind of they kind of look down on women's basketball. But I mean, if you're really if you're really a student of the game and you love the game, you I mean, I think it's evident that girls basketball is way more disciplined and it sticks to the fundamentals of what basketball actually is. But Brittany Grinder. Girl, we gonna pray for you because um. I don't think Ukraine about to do nothing crazy. Like Ukraine just trying to protect Ukraine. I don't think they like yo. We we send the missiles to Russia. So, but now in the jail, I mean, shoot, pretty proud about eight foot in the jail. She probably she probably taking cat. 
And where where was ASAP Rocky locked up at? They got nice jails over there. He had a little dorm room. ASAP Rocky? Yeah, wasn't he locked up in Russia with Trump saved him? I don't know. I don't really, I don't really fool with dude, you know. Oh, yeah, I forgot why I beef. Black on black crime. Um, <laughs> oh, how do you feel about John Morant being the new Sydney in a The White Man Can't Drunk remake? Him and Jack Harlow. I'd have to see it. I don't want to judge it before I see it because I don't want to say this, is, this is all hypothetical. There, Kenya Barris, the man that did Blackish in that whole ish university, he's redoing White Man Can't Jump with Jack Carlo, but they haven't found the uh, Wesley Snipes character yet. Um, and a few people have been throwing out that it should be John Morant. And I was just thinking, what was your take on who should be Sydney? Um, Sydney? Man, I don't know. I think about White Man Can Jump. Sydney had style, you know, and I know you a man, but Wesley was fine. He had style. He was you know, he was a finesse. Like, who do you think in the league? At least, you know, I wouldn't even go to the league. I wouldn't go to the league. I would go to. You wouldn't go to the league, okay? I would go with, and this is only because Wesley wasn't in the league, but I'm assuming he was a hooper because it seemed pretty natural to him. Um, Wesley's naturally athletic. You know, he's jujitsu, martial arts, all that. The only thing about this guy. I think he's not athletic, and that's just me guessing. But um, was it just Albison or whatever, the dude from Snowfall? Oh, his name is Dasman Interest. Oh, all right. Well, I'm saying If you're going to remake it and you're trying to make it, if you're trying to make it the same feel like what it was, I feel like he would kind of give that Sydney. Just off of, and I'm not talking about his swag or nothing like that, but just a dark skinned dude. He looked, okay. he looked like a basketball player, tall and skinny. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's that's just me thinking off the top of my head right now. Though. Okay, okay. Only thing that it's like I'm so acutely aware that he's not American. You know what I mean? But the crazy so, thing about them is they they have great American accents like him, the boy from All American. Like yeah. that they 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 probably better really actors than our actors, honestly. Yeah. Who who would be the new Rosie Perez? You really want me to say it? Because you know who it should be. Oh, Rihanna? No. Oh who, no, B. I don't know who it should be. Who? Cardi B. Cardi B. Oh snap! I think she'd do it well. I think she would do it well. I I, I feel like she would be How able to embody her. And she hasn't she uh, like been on like little cameos and some stuff. Yeah, she's uh, she's. I can't even remember what she's been in, but she's yeah, popped I'm up. Almost certain she's been in something. Um, I would I, I, if I'm casting people, I would reach out to her people. That's what I would do and see if she would be willing to come and audition for that role and if you might stumble upon something. Yeah, because you need somebody spicy. I would still want it to be a, a Latina or Afro-Latina mix somewhere in there. Hmm. I was thinking Tiana Taylor for Sydney's wife. 
but they would have to expand the role because she had, you know, she was the only one that could get through to Sydney, but her role wasn't that big. And I don't know how Tiana like is about. Need that much of a role. But you know, I think she's trying to make it in the the acting realm. So I don't know how many uh, co-starring or like, you know, third or third character roles she be willing to do. But she would have to do a few to get to where she wants to be just because it's going to be harder for her because she's trying to cross over, you know, essentially. Yeah. But I think she's a good actor, though. Like, even the whole, uh, what was the one where she went, Barry! <laughs> she's, she's a good actor. From the things that I can remember her being, she, she was a good actor. Your boy Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan, they re- they're doing I Am Legend Part Two. Now help me with this because don't kill me, uh, barcasters. I never just watched I Am Legend, but I felt like I knew the premise, and it was a a disease came, killed everybody, and it was just Will and the dog left, right? So, yeah. Where how they? I'm trying. How did it end? Because how can they make a part two? If it was just Will and the Dog, and Michael's in the part two, like, and it's not a prequel, it's like the world now. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, have you seen I Am Legend? At least, how does it end? Because I really don't know. I never seen it. I just know, you like, to tell you the truth, I could have sworn it end with him being in the thing, and the uh, the robots came and took it over. But yeah, that's I Robot. That's not I Am Legend. Oh no, I Am Legend was him with the dogs and people was turning into zombies. Oh, no, 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 no. What's my thing dying that? I know, but wasn't there like no more humanity left? He was the only person, him and the dog? No, because he had came across a lady too. Oh. Uh, he came across people, I believe. Oh, okay. Go back and watch so, it again. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to watch it for the first time. But yeah, how do you feel about them making a sequel? Uh, I believe with him and Michael B. Jordan is going to be great. Uh, yeah. I think they're two stellar actors, so I, I, I definitely believe it's going to be great. Um, Will said he was gonna he wanted to leave it alone. Like after 15 years, he wasn't going to touch it. But Michael actually came up with a a great spin and a great story, and so they're going to go back in. It. Huh? I said he clearly won. <laughs> They're gonna go back in and uh redo it. So definitely keep in mind. Raven, we can't hear you. I know, and you're frozen. Raven. I'm here. You're frozen. Oh, I'm frozen? Yeah, you're frozen. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Okay, but I can hear you now. Could we can I can hear you. Can you hear me now? <laughs> I can hear you now. Good. <laughs> Just a little technical difficulty, and we're back. All right, all right. But since we since we over here at Will, because we we briefly talked about it before, but um, well before it aired, which is Bel Air, right? What's your take on Bel Air? Because I know you were uh, you had some questions about characters and how they were going to be portrayed and all that good stuff. So I really want to know what's your take on uh, 
the product that we've been seeing over the past few weeks. I am fully in love with this new Bel Air. Like the new, well, it's called Bel Air, but the new Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I think it's a refreshing take. I like that they kept the gist overall, but just expanded it and made it way more real than it ever was before. Um, this time, it's way more relatable than it was back in 1990. And I know at the bar, we had that one take on like, what was better to us, Martin versus Fresh Prince. And like, I was the only female at the bar that night, but also in a group full of, group full of men, everybody said it was Fresh Prince because of the whole dad thing and all. And I was like, eh, I don't relate to that. This though, I relate, I relate to the mother daughter dynamic. Hillary seems way more relatable now and trying to make her way in the world and, you know, trying to make it on her own merit and her own um, work ethic. And also like, you know, you're not doing the thing that your parent wants you to do. So they kind of have pushed back against you with it. I even like that they have Ashley exploring certain things about, her sexuality and I <laughs> because she is like only 12 but it's real and it, it's happening and the fact that she was even like I don't know what I am and I so I don't want to say anything yet like these are real conversations Carlton's a hot mess <laughs> we gotta Definitely. keep this new Carlton in our prayers he all over the place <laughs> <laughs> this new Carlton I don't know what to say um, he off the ropes <laughs> uh, Will uh, I think they casted a really good Will he gives off a lot of emotion um, good looking kid uh, he favors Will I think a bit just a little bit right just a yeah. little bit yeah um, I like I like that this Uncle Phil seems to be more empathetic and a little bit more He's tough on Will, but he has his moments where he can, he's like loving towards him. Old Uncle Phil never really like showed Will any type of, and he was always like anti-Will everything. This new Uncle Phil, like he gives Will a little time. He talks to him. You know, they're, they're more touchy-feely as far as like affection, like black man, a young black man. Like, I like that this Uncle Phil is a bit more present for this Will. Um, Aunt Viv, why I like the lady, she's not, she's not giving me a uh, true Aunt Vivness yet. As far as when it was dark skin Aunt Viv, she's giving me light skin Aunt Viv. But I, but the show needs her to be more dark skin Aunt Viv because these boys be fighting too much. Ain't no way we gonna get in a fight. You damn near kill your cousin. Your cousin damn near beat you to death and we just going to eat breakfast in the morning like nothing happened, even if we talked about it the night before. We're going to talk about it again in the morning. <laughs> and y'all about to fight again. Of... And we gonna, like, we're going we're gonna to fix this. And it was just, oh, let your cousin go and take this car. Nah. Hey, I think they trying to, I really think what's going on is they're trying to like paint this picture of what Aunt Viv or who Aunt Viv actually is, right? Because 
it's like she's 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 definitely she speaks her mind, right? She does. Um, I love how she handles the principal. Yes. Now that yes. was very much dark skin Upville vibes. She was like, "You didn't like the fucking dates." <laughs> that, not to mention, uh, her, came for the right pretty much in, in her relationship with uh, Phil. She so <laughs> she gives spots of it, but I agree. I felt like some of that stuff, like, nah, y'all n words tripping. Yeah, like, yeah, nah, we ain't doing this and. I felt like Darskin or Viv would know, or and I I don't know if Uncle Phil knows or not. Um, that Carlton's he's in there that uh, <laughs> Carlton's doing drugs because that might have just been him. Like I know what you're doing, but I'm not gonna say nothing. I think he's oblivious to it. You think so? He might be. Jeffrey knows. But, also, Jeffrey is fine, and I love this uh, diabolical Jamaican. He's a thug. Jeffrey, <laughs> He's a thug. That, that gets shit done. <laughs> I'm here for your Jeffrey. muscle ain't going. Your muscle? Okay, Jeffrey. I'm here for this new Jeffrey. I was here for the old Jeffrey, too, because the old Jeffrey yeah. had shade before shade was even a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> new yeah. Jeffrey, he cool, he dressed smooth. He. But I'm sure he has a crazy backstory. Bad man ting from Jamaica, them, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I'm here for this new Jeffrey. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, this is why I wanted to ask you. First of all, can you hear me? Because you're frozen again. Oh, looking real creepy. <laughs> I can hear you, though. Oh, what's going on? Jesus, my Jesus. <laughs> okay, well, we figured that out. I wanted to ask. What do you think the plot twist is? There's some like, why did Aunt Viv and Bai stop talking? There's something with this. It has something to do with Will. Because yeah. Aunt Viv and Phil feel like they owe Will something. It's either something with Will's real father or Uncle Phil is Will daddy. <laughs> or... Uh, Viv is really will mama. I don't know. There's there's something between them three where the milk ain't clean. Like on the show back in the day, you know, the sisters had little things with them, but that sister relationship. Vi and uh, and Viv, they kind of had a, a thing, but that was just because, you know, Vi is the older sister and her younger sister was like basically doing better in life than her, essentially. Yeah. But Vi is like, I'm still the older sister. This right here, point of contention, is way deeper than that. And I'm I am picking my brain trying to figure out what it could be. What do you think it is? Um, I'm gonna definitely lean towards the something to do with Will. Um but I just don't know what. I don't know. Like, my, the first thing I went to was <laughs> that's actually her son. Yeah. So which, one is the younger, which one is the younger of the two? Viv. Viv is the youngest. But Ashley is older than Will. Will to her. Because but she like, had to. Is he the oldest or is. You no, know, that's what I'm saying. Ashley's still older than Will. Will and Carlton are still the same age. So that would have been she cheated on Phil or 
I'm like, is Phil really his daddy? Like, it's something, something in that milk ain't clean. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting because they 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 put that seed out there that you know, because uh, Hillary said, yeah, I think it has something to do with Will, and left it. They just left it. Yeah, Ashley and a uh, Hillary were talking about it. Yep. The, the only other thing, maybe maybe Will does belong to Vi. You know, Philip may have put Will's daddy in jail for something. Maybe. But I'm like, man, that's a good one right there. Yeah, that's the only thing to think of. Like, he had to been like the prosecutor in the case. But we don't know if Will's dad's in jail, but his dad is gone. And maybe Phil and uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey shot that nigga up. Will Daddy yeah, it's probably going, going to come out. It's going to come out. You one know thing that I do it. like, though, mm-hmm. one thing that, that that I do like, Hillary ain't just dumb. That's like, what this Hillary she, is relatable. She's really on her stuff, for real, for real. But she's going to move just, her back. She's just trying to find her way in the world. But no, she's about to go viral for all the wrong reasons and mess up her daddy campaign with that damn little nightgown uh, lingerie stuff on. That's what's about to happen come tomorrow. Yeah, but I can't wait for it to come on tomorrow, too. <laughs> no, this show is actually super good. How did you yeah. feel about that, the tray, Ice Tray Kid? Do you remember the original episode when Don Cheadle played Ice Tray? Yeah. And, he came to visit, and that he kid looks just like him, I think. I, damn, I said the same. I was like, oh, they casted this kid perfectly. Before Will yeah. even went to L.A. and they were like, oh, yeah, this is my boy Trey. I was like, oh, this is yeah. Ice Trey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, People didn't yeah, put yeah. two and two together. I'm like, um, y'all are not real fans if y'all don't remember when Ice Trey came to L.A. Yeah, yeah, because, uh, I mean, he's saying, that's what I'm saying, like, this movie this movie really is a cheat code because it's it's taking everything that was in the beginning and giving you more meat and fluffing it up for you. So like they probably they probably looked back on the old one and was like, they didn't like we didn't really show Uncle Phil giving love and we need to you know what I'm saying? And we we need to explore more and maybe maybe that was what was going on during that time, but in our time today young girls are and boys are very confused in their sexuality you have a lot of young professionals that are trying to find their way in america especially young black professionals um especially young black female professionals right mm-hmm. um so that's great you got uh black women who feel like i've been i've i've put everything off to the side to either begin a family, raise a family, be mom, be a good wife, etc. girlfriend, whatever. You've got um black man that has gotten out or that has went to a level where he's outside of the hood or outside of the realm of the things that he's had in the past as far as his fraternity and all that stuff. So he hasn't had time to be around them and they call him a sellout and all of that because the man busy and all this good stuff. Uh, And of course, Will, I I believe every guy in Philly can, um, especially that plays basketball, can definitely 
put their put themselves in world shoes as far as if they were to get out of that situation or if they had already gotten out of a situation because of Vaughn or whatever. So they've touched on a lot of the immigrants coming over to America and finding ways to uh, get, like, just, they touched on a lot of stuff. Touched on a lot of stuff, and I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see what they're going to touch on tomorrow and for the rest of this season. And I hope this is something that they continue to do and just give us a whole lot of seasons behind it. But, um, well, Will Smith, you never know because that's a busy man. So yeah, and also next, oh, well, tomorrow they're gonna have the original uh, Will's mom and light skin Aunt Viv on this episode. Oh wow! Yeah, that's good. That's that's see, but he's doing it the right way, right? Because yeah, you should include all of them bits and pieces from the past. Uh, yeah. You know reintroducing familiar storylines but giving them like you said more meat and potatoes I mean if you're gonna redo something honestly they have laid the blueprint on like what you should do to redo it like just keep it but make it better (laughs) like just give us more you know what I mean that's all you gotta do just give us a little bit more exactly but uh, all right, you know what time it we is. We are here with your babies, mamas, 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 sister, uncle, cousin, friend, little bad cousin from around the corner who got the mailman, uh, sister's cousin's friend pregnant. Oh my lord, it was such a tragedy. And uh, her son's daughter's favorite segment of the show, Ask the Bar. Hey, Raven. So yes, our what, we got? The what, what are people asking us today? Yes. First of all, can you hear me? Because you're frozen. I'm frozen. <laughs> you're frozen. I'm frozen. Keep rolling. Yes, I got you. So today, March 9th, unfortunately, we are commemorating 25 years since the passing of the notorious B.I.G., aka Biggie Smalls a.k.a. the only Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace. Um, so I thought it would be nice and, you know, just to do an ask the bar about Biggie. So just what is your favorite Biggie song, moment, anything Biggie-related in, in your lifetime that we could just give big ups to the Big Papa? Man, it's so much though. Like, it's just so much because, like, the first thing if we talk, like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know where to begin, honestly, because I can't really put the th- the things that are coming to my mind. I can't really put any one of them. Or there. like, do you have a favorite Biggie song or a moment, like? Uh, like if something Biggie Biggie came on in the club what's that thing that's going to make you go I'm from down south so ain't nothing really going to make me go crazy oh my Uh, gosh here we go (laughs) um but uh moments 
All right, so I didn't necessarily see this moment live or anything, but in the movie where um, where he was on stage performing and they like act like they was fighting or whatever, and then like okay. yeah, they dropped the music and winning. I think that would be like because a, a lot of the stuff that I'm thinking about, I went straight back to the documentary and I was thinking about scenes out of that. Like I was thinking about the funeral itself. Um, I mean, but that's a that's a moment. Session. That's a moment. Yeah, but that's like I think that's like my dopest biggie moment just because ain't nobody ever really went out like that. Yeah. Not like that. We gonna ride him past we gonna ride him past the house one more time. Oh man. You know, that doing that literally laid the foundation for anybody else in that realm when they passed to do that. Because like when when Nip died and after his services, they, they rode him through LA, but that yeah. came directly from, yeah. you know, them driving through Brooklyn for big. Um, you know, for me, I'm not, I'm a huge Biggie fan, you know, but I grew up all over the place. So where I'm from, Biggie's everything. Um, I'm surprised you didn't mention him when he was on Martin. That was like a funny episode. <laughs> That was, that was a good one. That was a good one. I was thinking about. I was thinking about that too. Um, <laughs> but I just, I don't know, man. I was trying to think of, I guess, the most influential for me, and I, I still haven't yeah. really grasped it. Really. But no, that that scene that you're talking about is from the song "Party and Bullshit," and where he goes, yeah. "My cousin's a fucking fight breaks out," and literally on the record, it sounds like people tussling, and then. The song drops again. Can we just all get along so I could put pickies on it just like Lil Sean? <laughs> so yeah, um, I would definitely say my favorite. Ready to die. I'll just give that. It's like an album that like defines a moment in time for me. While I was very young, I was like five or six when it came out, but I remember my mom. She bought it on tape. <laughs> she bought the tape. Yeah. I used to play the tape in my Teddy Rupskins when she wasn't home. Because, you know, it was Biggie. He wasn't supposed to be listening yeah. to that. But just like how he would do different characters with his voice and just his rhyme flow. And I mean, the beat selection on it. Uh, my favorite song on that album is Everyday Struggle. And literally, me and my friend Brittany Wilson from college, uh, we will rap that song to each other because she was the first person that I ever met, like who was from down south. She like from Saint uh, Stevens, Wyndham Saint, <laughs> but she knew all the words to that song, and I was like, "Damn, how do you just know this?" She was like, "I got big brothers." <laughs> um, so, "Ready to Die" just is like a moment of history for me, and. I can listen to that album straight anytime, anywhere, put it on, and it just takes me to like a groovy place. And so uh yeah, that would be yeah, my man, juicy, juicy on there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um I think shoot, juicy might be one of my best, one of my favorite. Who shot you? Of course, because I, 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 I was, I was into that whole beef. Um, <laughs> I, I'm more of a pop fan than Biggie, um, just because I, I, I think more so just because I like poetry um, as well. That's one of my, one of my, uh, what they call them, like hidden, whatever's that I like 
And it wow, wow. Um, something. I think something okay. like that. But oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I like poetry, so pop was really my thing. But um, like Biggie, Biggie, Biggie really fucking. You cannot like Biggie. Like I feel like that's why I be telling people when they be like they don't like Pop. I'm like, shoot, well, I was a Pop fan, but you can't not like Biggie. Right. Like I felt like he was he was one of the dopest lyricists that I've I've ever heard. Well, yeah. So we definitely just gonna put one up, take a shot for the Big Pop, or put one in the Anthony Pop over there, and. uh we just want to thank you all tonight for joining us here at the bar and coming live from the kitchen. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah, what do we need them to do, Shy? Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. If you're listening on Straight Anchor, subscribe. If you're listening mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts, subscribe. If you're listening wherever you're listening, I need you to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And until next time, we'll see you here at the Bar Live Barcast, the podcast department won't last. It's been a blast. Yes. Thank you. Deuces. <laughs>